Hi guys. Hi Catherine. Hi Jade. Oh my God. I sound more chipper than I am. I mean, Catherine and I are really <laughs> struggling today. I have, I'm on like day two-ish of my period, which we all know is like mm. no fly zone. No. <laughs> bad, bad times. Catherine just got back from her sandals resort vacation. Oh. Not really, but it looked like a sandals ad. <laughs> And so she is just jet lagged and right. Yeah, I flew for 22 hours coming back. And then I had about 12 hours at my mom's place in Phoenix and then flew again to get home to LA. So I've been traveling for about the last like 40 hours. And I'm a little weird right now. I came back from the British Virgin Islands and they were incredible. Oh my god. <sighs> I just I'm, I just took myself there in my mind. Yeah. It just I'm so jealous. Like white unspoiled beaches and we sailed like, from You can't you honestly can't even tell us this. This is too uh, cool. Like as we're all like people are probably sitting in traffic <laughs> listening to this. Like this is not I'm sorry. This is unkind. <laughs> this is unkind. I'm sorry. Um go relax somewhere guys. We've been trapped for 2 years. Go relax somewhere. Yeah. Revenge travel. It's really it's the thing right now. It's so hot right now. <laughs> Catherine and I haven't seen each other in like a week. Uh, yeah, like 10, 11 days. Yeah. Which is very weird Very for us. weird. So we have so much to catch up on. Yes. I wrote like 27,000 things <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about. First of all, I was talking to my friends the other day, and it was the first time I've ever heard other people say this out loud. Mm-hmm. As a woman. I mean, I'm not going to generalize here, but do you just sometimes feel like you're dying? Like, not, not like, not, not like, okay, like PMSing, not like any of that. Like, do you, like, sometimes don't you feel like your heart, like your short circuit? Like, does that ever happen like, to you? Like a part, heart palpitation thing? Sometimes like a heart pang. Sometimes it's a brain, brain pang. Sometimes it's like a, yeah. you like shut down for a second, you black out. I also, I think it is an anxiety thing where like oh, literally, I, I like I do have a little bit of heart palpitations, which by the way, probably should see a doctor about, but like has been helped by magnesium. We're all a little magnesium oh, deficient for the most part. So like try yeah, magnesium. For sure. But also, like, yeah, sometimes when I have a headache, I'm just like, is this the aneurysm? Is it coming? Right. Is this the moment right. my heart just stops? The electricity goes off in my body pretty constantly. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. The other thing about flying for 22 hours straight is, like, pretty much just the entire time was being, like, the plane could crash at any time. Anytime. Oh, see, I'm when I'm on the plane, I'm thinking... Oh, I actually, I don't want to say the word, what? but the illness going on around <laughs> these days for the past two years, I realized, you guys, that on Spotify, or I don't even know if Apple does it too, but it like flags the episode when you talk about uh-huh. that certain illness uh-huh. in the episode. And so now I'm really conscious of it. And so I'm trying not. We also could use a great break we from really talking could. about it, but I'm, I, as I talk about it right now. <laughs> But no, so as I was saying, I've been like totally living my life uh, and like like you ha- you were just on yes. vacation. Like I feel like everyone is doing things. But something that I was thinking about the other day and I was so excited to talk to you about this mm-hmm. is when I was at this wedding this past weekend, I honestly, it should alert you also when I talk about weddings on this show. But I I swear I'm not talking about mine. I'm talking about someone else's. It's going to be a Spotify alert for like, they talk about truly, weddings in this episode. <laughs> every episode yes. would be that color. But I was with a bunch of obviously like other millennials mm-hmm. and people my age. Mm-hmm. And it was just really crazy to me. I feel like everyone's social anxiety is kind of at an all-time high, mm-hmm. like whether we admit it or not. Yeah. I feel like everyone's just a little rusty. Completely. Everyone's like, whether you had any social anxiety even before or not, yeah. you're just like, mm, 
I'd rather be home. You're a little weird. You're a little weird. Yes. Like, I don't know if I told you this story, but our first party outside of the illness, the you know what, <laughs> yeah, the stay at home for what. two years, was my cousin, her surprise engagement party. And it was like our first time post, you know, the shot getting together with 30 people. And right. The next day, we're all on the beach, and my cousin kept telling these funny stories, and I just felt like I was being so weird. And the next day, she texted me, and she's like, sorry if I was, like, talking too much or just telling stories and not letting you get a word in edgewise. I was like, oh, we're all just going to be a little weird for a while. <laughs> That's true. And no, and, and I really feel like everyone's leaving social situations being yes. like, was that me? Like, yes. was, that, was I the weird one? Like, who was the weird one in that situation? Yes. yes. But. No, like I'm forgetting people's names yeah. that I should know. Yeah. I'm really like in a weird spot socially, but it was very apparent or it was very evident that everyone is kind of struggling yeah. because I've been to weddings obviously pre, you know what? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just felt like everyone was self-soothing. Uh-huh. Like everyone was like smoking e-cigs in an excessive way. Everyone was smoking a weed pen. Everyone was taking mushrooms and drinking. Like yeah. the menu of drugs at weddings and things has <laughs> has just expanded. Like I was like, I genuinely was like, fuck, I don't even know which direction I want to go God, now. Like, I want to do mushrooms at a wedding. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, not like full, like microdosed little like. I had the best time. I mean, I have no, the thing is, I smoked weed. I yeah. did a micro dose or two. I, I drank. So I really was don't know what was time? the culprit. It was, I had the best time ever, oh but I like can never recreate it. No. You know what I mean? Because no. I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah. But I just was like, damn, like everyone is really the focal point at those things is like, Where's the e-cig? Where's yeah. the, like the, that person that has it is like the most popular well, person. And it's I, like it's, there is a there is a phenomenon, especially at weddings, because you're being forced to talk to people that you like might know a little bit or having awkward yeah. small talk with people you don't know or like sat at a table with people that you totally. don't want to be around or, or feel weird around. And there is a little bit of like, OK, I'm going to be like, OK, I'm going to grab a drink to get out of a conversation or I'm mm-hmm. going to go smoke my e-cig or I'm going to go da da da. I'm going to go microdose really quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Bathroom yeah. break. Like there is a sort of a thing where yeah. like, you got to excuse, have a reason to excuse yourself from yes. whatever weird yeah. interaction. But everyone was just like needing to be socially lubricated. Yeah. It, and it was just really interesting to watch like how out of this we've all. Co- oh, God, fuck me. We're out of I'm this thing. I'm going to believe that. I'm believing it. Please bleep it. You have to bleep it. I cannot get a blue mark. I mean, a, a blue mark. <laughs> this is really hard. Okay, changing subjects. But another thing that I was talking about because I was talking with the other girls that were there, and all of our boyfriends are friends, uh-huh. and they have like these group chats, right? They have like six or seven that go on at once, mm-hmm. that go on 24 7, 365. And when Dylan and I fly somewhere and we land, uh-huh. we have like two text messages, yeah. a couple emails from work. You know, in my mind, I'm like, people know I'm on a plane. That's why they're not texting me. But, you know, it's not that way. Yeah. Dylan lands to 27,000 text messages, <laughs> like from his 27,000 group chats. Yeah. And like they're talking about everything from like sports to like if Dylan buys a new sweater, like he sends it to the group chat. Like. <laughs> It's really cute. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like you think that that should be more of like a female thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
And so I was like getting in my head and I was like, fuck, like I'm so insecure. I'm like, do I just start? I have group chats of my friends, but it's like, I have so many different combinations, you, you know? Have group chat FOMO. I have group chat FOMO. So mm. I brought it up to these girls. I like took it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a risk here and I'm going to ask if these other girls feel that way. Mm-hmm. And they were like, none of us have group chats. Mm. Like we all have group chats. Like, you know, like we'll text our high school friends or our college friends here and there. Like if you ha- you're part of a group chat, if you're going out or you're like, what's everyone doing tonight or whatever. Yeah. But not in that way where it's like, Every breath you take, every like they <laughs> consult the group, like they talk about yeah. everything they send each other. Like I send my friends memes and things like that, but it's definitely not going on all day, every day. Yeah. Honestly, like I feel like that maybe that's really healthy because I think guys, there's so much weird stigma around like guys connecting in any real way. So like maybe this is there's their no lack of connection. <laughs> yeah. They're like little yentas in these group chats. Like, does this outfit, does this sweater go with this shirt and this tie? It's adorable. Talking about everything. It's adorable. Because when there isn't just when there isn't content left, like social content, or then it's like, let's talk about sports and let's talk about all these things. Yeah. But it's like sometimes I wish I had that. And then I'm like, ah, actually, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And you have to like catch up on all like they have fights in there. Like between two of them, they'll have a fight in there. What? The whole group will be. Wa- oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's their real housewives, Jade. Totally. Oh totally. That's adorable. Adorable. Yeah. But it, you know what? If you don't have a group chat, don't worry. You're not alone. Maybe we should make a show group chat. We should make a show group chat. That could that get, could really get crazy. real off the rails. <laughs> that could get really crazy. <laughs> So one of my best friends is pregnant mm-hmm. and she's like got married before the rest of us. You know, she the rest of my friend group isn't married. Some of them have boyfriends. Most of them are single. And then now she's pregnant. So it's just like really jolting yeah. when someone in your friend group reaches a milestone that so many of your other friends are nowhere near. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. everyone's kind of at a different point in their life. Mm-hmm. And It can be insecure making because, you know, at one point we were all these idiots in college or in high school or whatever. We were all these 20-something-year-olds and we're all so on the same page. Like, can our friendship withstand us being in such different places in life? Right. Life stages. Yeah. Totally. And even like the other day I was on the phone with one of my best friends and she was like, I just feel like I need more single friends to like talk to about being single. And I was so offended. I was like, oh, my God, you can talk to me about being single. And then I was like, Jade, think about that for a second. Yeah. There are things that maybe you need to make additional friends or like have other people to talk yeah. to about where you are at in your life. You can learn so much from each other's different stages in life. And like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you have to stop being friends. Right. But it's so interesting because with this baby, that ages our friend group about five years. You know, all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, we're in that territory and holy shit. Mm -hmm. And it's so wild. But I mean, obviously I'm so fucking excited. I love babies. Yeah. But I'm just like not there myself. You know, I've been thinking so much about body image and we talk about that Mm -hmm. on the show so much. and. Mm I feel like always before my period, I'm like extra ugly, you know? <laughs> I think we all feel that way. So I was like hating myself extra the past week. And I was like, there are so many times that I can remember looking back on pictures of myself and being like, even if it's like two weeks ago. And uh-huh. I was like, why did I hate myself so much? I was so cute. Yes. I just feel like my youth is going to be wasted on hating myself so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
it takes an intentional reframing to deal with that. It does get better with age, but it does take intentionality. No, I firmly believe that if you are growing and evolving, you have to cringe at your past self. Yes, yes. And honestly, I think it's like a badge of honor if you do. That means that I have, thank God, assessed the situation and, <laughs> and improved and improved myself. You know, like you, I cringe so hard. Yes. And you've kept with the times too. Right. But the worst thing I think, like the part where the shame gets in is when you cringe at yourself, but another person is involved. You know, like mm. I, I can tolerate the cringy moments by myself. And cringy is different than cruel. No, right. But even but cringy moments that involve another person like that, like a boy that I said, like, oh, I, I I'm in love with you. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, he probably still thinks I'm in love with him. And like, I I want to drive to his house right now and be like, excuse yeah. me for your, you know, like I you was just never wanna, in love with you. You want to right those wrongs like you hate yeah. feeling misunderstood so badly. Yeah. While you should. It's healthy to have some disdain for your past self in that way. It really is exhausting when you just realize, oh, my God, what if I'm the cutest I'll ever be today and I'm going to waste it feeling like ass? Yep. And, you know, you might be the cutest you've ever looked. We could all get a hit by a bus tomorrow. For real. And then, like, you just spend so much time thinking about all the way, you know, like you just feeling ugly is like really a waste of time because it just colors yes. your whole day. It yeah. colors the whole, like, you know what I mean? You don't want to leave the house. You, I mean, it's a waste of time. And like, by the way, I do it every day. So there's no, <laughs> I, I can offer you no advice, but I don't know. It's just like, if we can just remember every day that like we would die to look the way that we look. Yeah. You know what I mean? In 10 years. Yeah. Right like the yeah. other day I was wearing biker shorts and for the first time in my 28, my ripe 28 years of age, I was putting, I put my feet up on the dashboard uh-huh. and my knees, like the skin of my knees folded in a way that I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So like knees age. <laughs> I, I totally have been avoiding my knees for 28 years. They do. I've never, I've never they lotioned do. them. I, like, don't put any anti-aging nonsense on them. Like, I don't take care of my knees. I don't put any sunscreen on them. And so I was like, fuck. I have spent 28 years not appreciating my knees. And then before you know it, they're gone. I mean, I think mostly when people say my knees are gone, they don't mean the skin. They're talking about what's inside that hurts. But also that too. But but that too. (laughs) But that too. This too shall age. Yes. This too shall age. That's what you have to remember. And like we are the most youthful and beautiful we will ever be. Yes. If you learn nothing else from this podcast, I want you to learn today. Put anti-aging cream on your knees. Hey, people will talk about the backs of the hands. We need to be talking about the knees. We need to be talking about the knees. Catherine, you and I have to have a serious conversation. Okay. I've been planning this conversation with you for a while. Okay. Because. I'm nervous. (laughs) I was watching a TV show the other day. Uh Uh-huh. And the women on it were all big-breasted women. Uh Uh-huh. And they were, like, saying... They were comparing all of the things that they could fit or hold under their boobs. <laughs> right? Okay. Yes. So one was like, honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I did not watch this episode a couple days ago. This has stuck in my mind. I, I did watch it a couple <laughs> days ago, but I initially watched it years ago. Okay. And this phrase has stuck in my mind forever because one of the women was like, I mean, it was Vanderpump Rules. Why am I being elusive? <laughs> okay. One Stasi was like, I could house a I could house a family of rats under my boob. Right? Okay. 
So I mean, I'm that small, may be going a little far, but talk but to I'm me. But I'm a small titted hoe. I'm a small titted yes, hoe. and I am a tickle bitties hoe. Right. Yeah. So, like, there is a lot, and I pride myself on yeah. knowing the female experience. Yes. There is a whole world that I don't know about. I can't hold a pencil under my boot. I could tell you so many things. Are we, do we, are we going to launch into this right now? Is this happening? Yeah, like, no, tell me. Okay. I need to understand you. I need to understand. What's your question? Or what are like the the annoying parts about it? Or the no? I mean, we already know you all are blessed. Like, come on, you don't need to tell us the good part. We already understand that part. What is the what is the bad part? Okay, but see, here's the thing: it is a thing that does not always feel like a blessing. And in fact, I- I'll tell you the number one that I know. Yes. The number one. Re- I'm gonna I'm gonna speak for you. No, I'm gonna Please, tell you the no, reason. No, no. Yes, tell the me. The only reason that I my sister has big boobs. The only thing that I know is that. A dress on me that does not look suggestive at all. Yes. Tells a different tale. Yes. And I will say, like, there are times in my life where I have been wearing something that, like you said, is like exactly the same type of dress as the girls Mm -hmm. around me. But because I have big boobs, I look like I'm... There's a way that we sexualize not just large-breasted women, but fat-bodied women that is not the same as skinnier women. I'm so glad that you said that because my best friend, one of my best friends, she is curvy, but she has become fetishized almost. Like men feel Mm -hmm. entitled to like texting her like, I hope you get a little bigger. Like I love big girls. Like... In a, it, it, mm-hmm. It's a different interaction. It is. It is. I'm so glad that you said that because that was that freaked me out. And she was like, no, there's like a whole world of this. Yes. And I don't know. I think this was another friend of mine who told me this, but I never had the online dating experience. But another friend of a friend who was like, yeah, I have small boobs, but my girlfriend has big boobs. And she can't post any full body shots or anything from the neck down. She can only post pictures of her face because otherwise she gets just like tons of dick pics. Like oh not God. even suggestive clothes. We're talking about like work her work clothes or something. And she just there is there is a thing that happens in men's minds and probably women too that sexualizes bigger breasted women. That's really fascinating. When the plunging necklines came in it's like I could never really wear those. First of all, like my boobs wouldn't fit in, but also like when I put them on, they looked like quote unquote too sexy or too revealing or these different things. And it's like, no, I'm wearing the exact same thing as this girl next to me, but or it's the same amount of like low cut shirt, but it just like looks so much more sexual on me. I mean, I've been like hollered at from cars about like, look, there's a slutty chick just because I'm wearing something that like has a little bit of cleavage, but I also like can't not have cleavage. Right. Or if you wear something like tight. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. That's what size boobs do you have? Uh, I'm a 34 double H. So yeah, she's, she's, she's rocking and rolling. You're so blessed. You're so blessed. But I do understand (sighs) that there are some, so I'm like a, for reference, I'm like a 32 B. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, could be an A, it could be a C. You know, I have one yeah, of those yeah. situations. Yeah, But no, solid 32 Depending on the day. But all, yeah. yeah, and I was always like, that sucks so badly. But then when I heard all the, like, the chafing. The trials. Oh, my gosh. The the sweat. I get, well, there is a boob sweat situation. That is definitely a thing that happens. For me, the thing that gets me so bad that I hate is, like, 
the underwire like poking you in the side. Mm. I mean, there's days depending on the bra or depending on just the day if I've been like moving differently that day where like I literally have like rubbed red raw stab marks in my sides or like my bra straps cutting into my shoulders or God forbid I want to wear a halter neck like bikini top and then the weight of my boobs is held up only on my like neck. neck. And so when you tie the knot in the middle, it's like that knot is right on your spine. So I have to like tie the knot slightly ajar, like slightly to the side. So it doesn't like that knot is not in my neck all day, like right in the I'm bump. learning so much. There is there are so many things, Jade. There's and then a whole there's, world. God, God forbid we would ever want to wear a button-up shirt. That is oh, really the, that's an issue. The oh, because every time you breathe out. Exhale. No, not even. Oh. If you just like exist, the like space between the buttons gaps ah. open. Yes. yes. See, like these are things that we, you are bridging the gap here. We are bridging the gap because I'm happy for me, I could for let me just speak on the itty bitty titty committee for yes. a second. With like a halter bathing suit. Mm-hmm. I don't like to wear those because my boobs look too small because they can mm. get super flat in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like when you lay down in sex, you don't have to worry about your boobs going away, disappearing. Right, right, right. They might you know, go like kind of toward my to armpits. To the side, but yeah. yeah. I did have a yoga instructor once ask me. She was so sweet. She did this uh, totally in the kindness of her heart. It was so sweet. We were doing like, you know, down dogs and stuff where we were like laying on our well, down dog, you don't lay on your chest. But you know what I mean? Right. You're doing like a sun salutation and right. you go and you do your chaturanga, chaturanga and your yeah. chest goes down or yes. you're like laying down on in different dog, positions. Yeah. Right, exactly. And she was just like, is this comfortable for you? Do you need like a contraindication? Do you need like to do this in any different way or is this okay for you? And I was like, oh, no, this is fine. She's like, I've just never had that experience. So I just want to make sure you're okay, you know, doing right. those moves. And I was like, yeah, right. I'm good. I'm lucky that I don't have any, like, back pain stuff. I know a lot of women do. Yeah. I feel like uh, just this made me think of it. Yoga instructors, I do a lot of yoga. Yeah. Slightly shady. Slightly, (laughs) like, really, like, not. My friends come over for yoga all the time. And Mm -hmm. this little yoga instructor who must be, like, 68 Mm -hmm. and who also told me I was too pretty and smart to be on antidepressants. So she has her own (laughs) set of beliefs that that are antiquated. But I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to think. But she like will say things to them like, oh, like your body type isn't prone to osteoporosis, but Jade, Mm. yours is. Hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. like, body shit is so insane. Like it's Mm -hmm. unbelievable to Mm -hmm. me that people still make comments like that. It's just so, you remember those kinds of things forever. Forever. You know what I mean? That that stuff like sticks with you for the rest of your life. Yes, yes. And especially like growing up and having big boobs at like an early age, it was really difficult because it you just start getting like weird looks and weird attention from people like your dad's friends or totally. your whoever who is like you're sure developing while like staring right. at your chest and or I mean to get totally personal like yeah. being assaulted at an airport when I was 13. These sorts of things that like I think happened to me at a maybe earlier age because I had yes. really big boobs, you That's know, and because so I was developing. Fascinating because yeah. there is a mis complete misconception that that you are intentionally more sexualized, yes. you yes. know, and that that's really thing. fucked because yeah. like there are eleven year olds with tits. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like not knowing what to do with them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and and because like naturally people look at your boobs, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like it's also like biology and whatever you want to get into. Also people yeah. are just pigs. Some people are just yeah. pigs. Right. But it's like you have to like account for that part of the conversation where mm-hmm. they're naturally going to go down to your boobs and then come mm-hmm. back up. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. are you done? You good? Another weird thing is, and I it's something that I used to laugh about, but like as I get older, I'm like more aware of what's really going on in my brain. I'm like, oh, actually, like I really dislike that. Mm-hmm. Is f- women friends will comment or touch my boobs? Interesting. In, in like a funny way, and it's women who have who also have big boobs, but it's also women who also have small boobs. And they're like, dee dee dee, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't love that you're touching my boobs right now. Wait, that ha- actually happened. I feel constantly. I feel like that constantly. must happen all the time. All the time. All the time. It's like I think it must be how like women feel when they're having their bellies like uh, unceremoniously right. like when touched when they're yes, pregnant when or whatever. Pregnant, yes. But it is like they'll be like dot dot dot. I'm like I don't want you and I'm yeah. doing a hand motion of them touching my boob. I'm like I don't want you to be right. like smush my boobs together or whatever. Especially you know what because I mean? there is just a natural different experience when you've uh-huh. had those for your whole life yes you know yep like do people ask you if they're fake uh i have been asked if they're fake before yeah so like people i just feel like kind of just feel entitled to like yes whether it's touching them or looking at them it's very interesting yes and also like i think we're learning a little bit better about this these days not everybody but just commenting on people's bodies you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether because I'm also very fair. So I get comments about that, like, wow, you're so pale or mm-hmm. whatever. I've always had comments like that or like mm. people holding their arms up and being like, wow, look how much more tan I am than you. You're so pale. You're so whatever. They never say fair. They this say this is why pale. we have social anxieties. This is why are we so- have social anxiety because I'm like, people are out here just being like, hi, right. look how much more terrible you look than right. me or whatever. You know, yes. but it's like, Man, I think we're starting to learn, like, maybe just don't, like, point out that weird thing about that person's body and, like, ask them about it. Don't ask them why they're, you know, so tall or have that weird bump. Yeah. Something that I've never talked about in this podcast, and it's, like, probably, like, my most – I keep it, like, so close to the vest because Mm – when I – I got extensions at a young age because Mm -hmm. I just have, like, thin hair and whatever Mm – And so I have great extensions that sometimes look like my real hair, you know, whatever. And I love them and thank God for them. I have never known that you had extensions until you told me. No. Oh, I told you you a long time ago, right? I just thought you have like thick, luscious hair, so they're good ones. So, you know, here I am Mm -hmm. outing myself. Mm -hmm. But when people would be like, oh my God, your hair is so beautiful. Obviously, the first thing you think to say is like, it's not, it's fake. It's not mine. I don't know whose it is. You know, like you're like, it's like when someone says your shoes are cute and you're like, they were $8. I found them on the side of the street. Why do you do that? I don't know. But I do that all the time with mine and be like, it's not my hair. And just like out myself. Yes. And my friends would really weaponize that. And they'd be Mm. like, oh, you're weave, you're weave this, you're weave that, you're weave this. And I was Mm -hmm. like, First of all, there's like a racial connotation. Like I bet people with weeds, yes. like it's real. It's just so like, yeah. People are so insensitive and so stupid. Mm-hmm. A, there's a difference between a weave and extensions. Obviously, uh-huh. people would do it like in a playful way and say it in front of boys or like you yes. know whatever. And I was always so mortified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Like you just don't realize what. Other people are insecure about physically. Right. Right. And it's like, it's hard enough mentally. 
to get out of the house or like, you know what I mean? To like, to see other people, to present yourself to the world, Mm -hmm. to do so when you feel like you have something that other people are looking at or are going to think is wrong or different or you gained weight or you have pimples or whatever the hell. It's like, yeah. And it's like this thing of what people are usually pointing out is something that you're kind of self-conscious or it can often be something that you're self-conscious about already. So yeah, let's just not point out stuff about people's bodies. I know. Bodies. God, let's if give they want to talk break. about it, yeah. For example, my one of my best friends, when we take pictures together, we look like we're a PSA for our 90s. Like, here's different body types. Looking yeah. great. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. She is very, very, very thin. Mm-hmm. And it some of it is like health related, but she's always been extremely, extremely thin. And her big hang up is like people would always think that she was anorexic because mm-hmm. she's she's like has that. Totally. What is it? Ectomorph? She has that like ectomorph body type that is – she's so slender and like wafy that she kind of does look like that. And like so that always was her hang up is like people thinking that she is doing it intentionally. Everyone has fucking something. Yes. Everyone has something in that way. And it's like – also, by the way, I'm a different gene size every fucking week. My body changes so much. Uh Uh-huh. But I think a lot of people – coming back into the world right now mm-hmm. are probably dealing with this so much. Like mm-hmm. I was reading this article of this woman who gained 70 pounds in mm-hmm. and whether you gained 70 pounds in or you <laughs> bleep, got a, bleep. Oh my God, whether you gained 70 pounds, you know, over the past two years uh-huh. or you have a couple new pimples and you're, it's really, it's a delicate time of coming back and you cannot say to people the first thing that you notice. But yeah. that's again, part of our like, social ineptness like Mm -hmm. we're all just saying what comes to mind because we don't know how to talk to people completely and you know what i think everybody just has to be like you know what free pass if you are a different pants size all these different things like forgive yourself right now if you want to make a change make it if you want to start eating healthier great if you want to start moving more do it but like Mm -hmm. In the very beginning of that time, the way we coped was drinking beautiful cocktails mm-hmm. and eating beautiful food that we made, fresh pasta. That's all, all we had things. to live for. It's all we had to live for. Yeah. And I gained a little weight and I was just like, Same. you know what, Catherine, your body put on a protective layer as you went through a really scary, shitty time. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's okay. Right. And I really like – that's kind of how I made peace with it. I'm like – cool, now I want to lose a little, and, like, we'll see what that feels like in a little bit, you know? Totally. I've told this story before, but if you're new around here, my sister, when I gained the freshman whatever, 30, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. I gained, (laughs) I called my sister to kind of make that phone call to be like, no, I, you're not seeing things. I am bigger. You know, like, I wanted to make that disclaimer phone Uh call to be like, okay, I'm coming home in a few days, and I am bigger. And I remember saying, like, yeah, I just gained so much weight. And she was like, Oh, that must mean you're so happy. Oh. And I was like, I love Thank your sister. God, she said that because, like, yes. it reframed in my head. I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I am happy. For the mm-hmm. first time, I'm not like hating myself every second. Mm-hmm. And I've actually just kind of not spent any time focusing on my body. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is what happened. And so it's like, yeah, it's, that's the thing that we're kind of saying is it could be because of a happy time in your life or it could be because of a really miserable time in your yeah. life. It's just you never know someone's mm-hmm. backstory. Yeah, or it could be like you just discovered your a new favorite pizza place, and so like maybe you need to space it out a little more. And that's okay. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I say that because I'm really craving pizza, Anna Jade. Oh my God, we should go. Which is our we favorite need to go pizza place. Yes, we do. We need to yes, go. Yes, we do. 
Well, we covered a lot of territory. Big tits or little tits. Everyone has a story is yes. the thesis statement of this episode. So I feel like that's it. That's my stream of consciousness this yeah. week. We're going to do a lot more of these solo episodes. I guess yeah. they're not solo episodes. They're me and you. Ding. Me and you, babe. <laughs> me and you. We have some really ridiculously incredible guests coming up. Yes, so. we do. I'm so excited. So while yes. you're not hearing me and Catherine, you'll be entertained by our incredible guests coming up. Yeah, we're not leaving you for a long time. We're not doing another season break for a minute. So yep. a lot of new episodes. Stay tuned. And as always, DM me if you want to hang out or talk more. Yeah. And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to me and Catherine. Catherine, I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. Never leave me again. I will never until uh, one month from now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. 